Hi, my name is Wendy Weber. And my name is Sydney Bowie. Welcome to Nobody Chooses Homelessness. A podcast dedicated to changing the cultural narratives about homelessness and shedding light on how we can mobilize to be part of the solution. In this podcast, we'll talk to everyday people, experts, entrepreneurs, and activists who are helping their unhoused neighbors find their way home again. We work for City Relief, a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving people facing extreme poverty and homelessness. City Relief shows up weekly as a mobile outreach offering people free meals, supplies, and connection to resources for housing, employment, and health care. More importantly, we offer people friendship, community, and belonging. We both have years of experience working systemically and on the ground to end homelessness. We believe that in order to end homelessness, it's going to take a holistic approach with people from all walks of life helping their neighbors in need. Today, we are speaking with the inspiring Haki Akdenes. He is a Turkish immigrant who demonstrates the success of the American dream. Now, a new documentary, Hi, I'm Haki Akdenes, on Discovery Plus, tells his story in full detail. From sleeping on park benches and spending nights in a pizzeria to owning a pizzeria chain, his meteoric rise is truly incredible. Haki's story will inspire you as it proves that with hard work, dedication, and perseverance, anything is possible. Let's dive into our conversation with Haki Ektenes, a true champion. Well, hello, Haki. We're so glad to have you here today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, so I know that you are originally from Turkey. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the influences that you had growing up that shaped who you are today? Um, I grew up in uh, southeastern Turkey. Uh, when I was teenage, I go back in Canada. Uh, well, I will just tell you a little bit about my teenage until like 13. I was the second, the youngest uh, child in home. And uh, my parents, you know, my dad, he had like a uh, stomach cancer, so he couldn't work. Uh, my father was a little bit old when he had us. And um, so I was going to work on uh, the street, sell like, you know, like candies, cigarettes, uh, nail clipper, all the stuff, okay? Like pen writer, yeah. To go to a cafe and sell it. I was making money and I was selling like a Turkish lahmacun, you know, as a pizza, Turkish pizza, I think was. Uh, I was selling this in cafeteria as well. I have like a huge tray. I put like about 50 pieces on top of that. And I would just carry and sell like, well, I'm mean, always selling like a dollar today, okay? And I was making money. And um, for that reason, I just quit the school. So I quit, you know, like, I leave school in a third grade and elementary school. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't finish my elementary school, okay? <laughs> so, um, I mean, I was happy, to be honest. I was so happy because I was making my family happy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was not good at school anyway. And I was not too smart. <laughs> so pretty much was that's it. But uh, until my father passed away. And when he passed away, I was about 15. And I left the Turkey. I went to Canada. My 16th birthday, I did in Canada. And uh, Montreal. I went. I, I stayed with my brother. Worked in a pizza shop. For about like maybe five years. And five years later, uh, things didn't go right. So I have to move, you know, like. Go back in Turkey, but I was married. Uh, my first love, it was in Canada. First girlfriend, she want to marry me. Well, I want to marry you as well. So to get on my green card, I told her like honestly, and she supported me. 
But things didn't go right, so I have to leave the country, my immigration status. I couldn't get my green card. So I have a friend of mine live in New York City. I just go fast forward. friend of mine live in New York City. Uh, I was spoken in phone, and um, he told me, how, you know, like, what I know, you know, like, New York City is a big city, but uh, I have very well connected in New York. If you come to New York, I would love to support you. I said, how about the job? He said, don't wait, but I will help you to find a job as well. So for the place, everything, he will be my help. So the thing, you know, like uh, the thing didn't go right. And um, I called him a couple of times when I came to New York, January 28, 2001. I call him, you know, like you say, give me two hours. Call him again, give me two hours. And I'll go fast forward. He make me wait two and a half days at Port Authority. Just, I have my small luggage. So they have a big one. And uh, that one, you know, like I just walk around and look around. The first thing I just want to find a, the place to sleep. Okay, first day. Uh, I, you know, like every place I go, there was, you know, like I wonder how much there was waiting for me, like 200, 300, and I don't have money enough. I have $240 in my pocket. I find motel on 9th Avenue is between 8th. And I'm between 8th Avenue and 9th Avenue and 42nd uh, Street. Right now, if you go over there, it's next to Dollar Pizza Shop. But I say close. It wasn't part of my documentary. We said that. It was still close, okay? I stayed over there for about, like, you know, like five, six days. It was cheap, mm-hmm. $25 or $30, I believe. The last day that I'm going to pay, my money's finished, so I couldn't pay. And meantime, I was looking for the job. I couldn't find a job. So, you know, like, I find the best place. It was train station. I was second train uh, every single day, especially like nighttime. I mean, January was so cold. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, like 2001, it was the coldest year in my life. <laughs> no jacket though. <laughs> and um, take a train, like going all the way, like I was taking six train. I remember like one train to go all the way up Bronx to come like Seaport, mm. to go like downtown. So, you know, like take like, you know, the other train to go all the way like uh, Coney Island. To go like, you know, like Queens. So, so like nighttime, I wasn't trained. It was keep us the place, the warm, okay? And I met one guy, his name Ronnie. He was living Bauri Mission. And, you know, he told me about Bauri Mission. He speak French, that do. He took me over there. Uh, we didn't have a form to, you know, like to, uh, to people that call you back. But uh, I registered my name. And I was going over there like every day. Seeing you know, like my name as a proof. So they give me a place to stay. Actually, you know, like... Three day, three days later, and they give me the place, one bed. I was sleeping on a fourth, uh, fourth floor. You know, like there's like you no know, like two, two story. You know, like one bottom, one top. And yeah, so I was uh, still. Uh, we were sleeping that those beds, and bed, bed, no bed, bed. I stayed there for like ninety six days. What that's why you know, like, after it was more than that, but you know, like and 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 and, and, and the reporter said like you stay here like ninety six days. So I guess because it was so hard for us, you know, like to live in a shelter is not easy, you know. And from that on, I found a job in Hoboken and pizza shop after 96 days later. And uh, by meantime, what I was doing those 96 days, I was going to collect the cans, you know, like Pepsi, the bottled water cans. And there was a Chinese guy, he was kind of coming on uh, Prince Street, Prince, no, Stanton, Stanton, and Bowery. He was coming over there. And, you know, like we was collect old scan. We give it to him. He was given like $5, $10, $15, $20. I used to smoke cigarette a lot. Now I quit, okay? 
And that was my favorite, drink a Coke. <laughs> Three, four Coke a day. <laughs> and um, so I was just doing that for a living, okay? And well, I find a job in a whole book on a pizza shop. I went over there. There was a Turkish guy over there. His name Jumali. He's my hero today. So when I met him, you know, like he was looking at me like from bottom to top. I mean, come on, you stay in shelter for like over three months. You know, you're not clean. Uh, I was like mess. So he told me, you know, like, uh, what do you work? I said, I don't have a job. He said, you know, like, uh, he didn't ask me too many questions, to be honest, beginning. So he said, you pizza guy? I said, I'm pizza man. He said, go wash your hand. I wash my hand. I make the dough. I put it sauce. I put it in the cheese. And when I put it in the oven, the pizza, it rolled. I was so nervous. I couldn't make it. I said, would you please give me another chance? He said, go ahead. But I ain't go ahead. I make another one. And I put it in the oven. And I make the same mistake. Because like, I think, you know, like, if I don't make the pizza, he's going to fire me. So, you know, I was nervous again. So I messed up the second pie. And he said, take it out. You curse. I take it out. We put both the pies in garbage. At City Relief, we aren't the only ones in the business of helping people. This podcast is brought to you by our longtime supporters and friends at Buttafuoco and Associates. They are dedicated to helping people rebuild their lives after a serious injury. They are a national injury law firm that has won over 500 million in verdicts and settlements for people struggling to overcome medical malpractice, construction accidents, auto accidents, injuries, wrongful death, and workers' compensation. Their team of personal injury attorneys has a genuine passion for seeking justice, and they understand the hardships that come with debilitating injuries that change the course of someone's life. If you or a loved one has experienced a serious injury, our friends at Buttafuoco and Associates will take care of you. Contact them at 1-800-NOWHURT.COM or 1-800-669-4878. He gave me a job as a dishwasher. I woke up with that like four or five months as a dishwasher. So there was two stories, basement. I was doing all, you know, like prep. Okay, make a dough, cut a cheese, you know, make all chicken and, you know, like prep everything downstairs, clean, clean bathroom, everything. One day, you know, like the pizza man drink. Oh, the, I've got the first day. So the, the, the first week he paid me. Okay. He paid me and I went to the bathroom and I cry. I cry a lot. It was $300. Never forget that. But that $300 today is. What was say maybe thirty thousand to me, or maybe like maybe I was maybe fifty thousand. Cut that three hundred dollars, it changed my life. You know, like in the full month, you don't see like money. You know, like you know, like you you're hungry, you're in a shelter, you don't have like hope. You just like lost, and you get that money is. It really, it make me so much happy. I went back to my cry like now. I cry so much. My manager. Uh, he 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 knocked the door. He wanted me to open the doors, and and then I opened the door. He said I was crying. He said what happened? I said well, you know, like I don't know, I don't know. He said what happened? I said I don't know. He said tell me why you crying though. The money's not enough. Don't cry, don't cry. I will tell him he will give you more money. I said no, no. There's a lot of money. There's so much money to me. And they you know like, and he said but why you cry? And you know like I told him this my story. He said no, no, no. It's okay, mom. Then like he, he went upstairs and then I said, please don't tell the boss. But he went upstairs and he told the boss. So I tell you know, the boss, he will know, you know, if you know that I'm homeless, he will, you know, like he will fire me. So, you know, I say he fired me, he give me a hug, you know, like he kissed my hand. He said, don't worry about it. 
You're very hard worker. Don't worry about it, man. I understand you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Many times. So, but that time I was, you know, like in Hoboken, you know, like, you know, like the first day when I got a Hoboken from Manhattan, I was like so far. So I couldn't come back to come back and body, uh, body mission. So I was leaving over there for like six days. Not a saw that outside. And there was park over there as a bench. Right now they, they make a new stand over there. So I was sleeping on the bench nighttime when the guys they go home. And the morning I go work. And then you know, like I told him the story, he said, I'm done for today. You come my home, you come my home, don't worry about it. So that day we finished the work. We was working nighttime. Like weekday we work until like two AM. Weekend we work until like five AM. So like he take me that night, he take me home. I go his home, you know, like and I take a shower. That shower, it was like, so, you know, like, you know, like, uh, when I opened the hot water, they have like a two, two button, I guess, two, two button here. So I opened the hot water, the cold one, I couldn't open. So I got burned. It was so hot. I would just touch water, like wash my, wash my body. And later on, the hot water, I closed it, then I turned on cold water. So I couldn't, um, uh, find the 50, 50, you know, to make a warm okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that shower was amazing. Oh my god, I feel like so clean. I feel like after like seven or eight days, you know, after body mission because I didn't take shower, I was sleeping on bench. So that was the first shower I take that day again. I was so happy. I was so blessed that day. In the morning, I met his wife. Uh, you know, like I was just so shy. You know, like they get breakfast. I was in like little, you know, like when little kids in the day, you know, they shy. I was in little piece, little piece. I was hungry, but I was so shy. And, you know, like, they give me the place, stay there. And later, I you know, they find me a place, like one room. I, I rent the room. And um, I met one guy over there. So everything was smooth. I met one guy. He was manager of the pizza shop. He was a very nice guy, like, very smart guy and a very sweet guy. We become best friends, me and him. So we save money. And our both dream, we want to open a pizza shop. And Jumali, he was going to help us, the owner of the pizza shop. He said, if you guys save the money, I will help you guys open your pizza shop. That was my dream to open my pizza shop. Mm -hmm. We saved money about four years, me and him. So we lived together, me and my best friend, yeah. Uh, you know, like, really, you know, like, actually it was more than best friend. Because, like, everything, like, the food that was buying, take home, we were shared together. And I, we don't want to spend money too much. We just want to save money. So we find the pizza shop at the Upper East Side. Uh, the Monday we were going to sign a contract. So Saturday when I go home, my best friend, he was not home. And, you know, like I saw his luggage not there, his clothes not there. I was so upset. I went downstairs. I told the super, I said, no, what, do you know, like what happened? Like my, my best friend, you know, like, and he said, you know, like, oh yeah, he left and he take a yellow cap and he go with his luggage. So my gosh, what happened? What did I did? Well, he left me. And when boyfriend, girlfriend, or like they broke up. So like, you know, it was like same thing. And I was like, just I get upset. And I went upstairs and I get upset. I smoke, smoke, smoke. And then I just, I never thought that he would take my money. And you know, like we have a, we have like sofa and I put the sofa up. And you know, like then he didn't, uh, he didn't let even one dollar, maybe one, like one dollar. So all everything. the money you saved oh, towards 68, opening your... 68K. Yeah, all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay, it's okay. Thank God that he did that. I'm so happy that he did that. Maybe, maybe today, maybe he have like, he have boy, maybe he have kids, he have his own life, you know, like, so, you know, like he's, you know, he, maybe he's doing, he's doing good with that money. Maybe he's helping other people. You never know. So, you know, I always say, you know, God, everything he make, 
you know, like it give you, it give you chance, it give you option, you know, to, to be better person. Okay. Maybe God give it the option that day, you know, say, Hey, you need to do this. So he have to do that. I cried that day, you know, like I was praying for God to punish him, but today, no, God forgive me what I say. Just, you know, I don't want, you know, so I hope, you know, I pray for God. He's not really good right now. You know, like he's done, you know, he enjoyed that money. I forgive him. So, I mean, forgive me. You know, actually, you know, we are the human. We should not say we forgive them because the only one person is God can say, I forgive you, you know? I know, like, I mean, as a human, we're not, we're nobody, we're nothing. Yeah. You know, that day, you know, like, I cry a lot. That was the worst day in my life. You know, like, the worst day, actually, the, when I was a homeless because all the money gone. So, I work again. I save money. I'm going to fast forward. I work so hard again. So how I work like five more years. Let me yes. let me jump in real quick before you move on. I just want to take back just a little bit. So because even as you're talking about uh, how you felt when this happened, and you know he takes the money, and when you're feeling that way, right? I'm thinking about the clearly just the the hard worker that you have been your entire life, right? Um, and where you would just kind of imagine that's going to take you uh, when you end up in New York not connected with the friend right and you're just trying to figure out how i can work but you're staying on the on the trains and things what's kind of going through your mind at that time like what are you feeling as you're trying to just figure out your life then i mean you know what uh like i said you know like i saw like young age you know to house need to work always to do like you know like save like day by day always to, to house and working i know like when i did that there was like i told you and oh, you know, it was the worst day. Like day, I remember the day I came over here. It was the same thing, because you no, know, like it was my dream to open my own pizza shop. And every all my friends, my boss, everybody, you know, that we get open pizza shop. And when I see that, it just is just like like I thought. I cry a lot. I cry like baby. I'm not gonna cry, but I cry so much. Like today, if I see that guy, I just wanna give him a hug. You know why he did this. Only one word. Why he did it, you know, so he was a great guy. He was a very nice guy, you know. So sweet guy. Like you will never tell this person will do this. Never. And like I said, we human we always make mistakes. You know, like and we all deserve like second chance. And that day, you know, like I I, I think like you know, he didn't think that, you know, like if you take all the money and you know, like I'm gonna be upset, I'm gonna cry. I I, I believe that I think that the moment he took this money, he played for this. He didn't think that. He thought that I would be so upset. I would cry. And I will never forget the rest of my life. Even as forgiving, but I'm never going to forget that. But so like, like I said, we all make mistakes. And that was the biggest mistake. I'm sure he did. But the mistake he did, like I said, I hope with that money, he's doing good things for others. And that, that's all I need from him. You know, I don't want nothing for him. You know, like if I see him today, I mean, like 30, almost like 34,000 was my money. And there was the other one, it was his, but it's okay. It's okay he did. You know, like I say, you know, like we all make mistakes. That was the worst by not right now. Look what I am, you know. That's what I say, you know, like, I mean, I believe this way, God, you know, like God always, you know, like what do God he give us, you know, like he destroy your plan. If he you know that plan, it will destroy your future. So he said, Okay, you know what? This plan is not that's not good. Let me give you another plan, okay? I know I'm gonna hurt you, you're gonna get hurt. You're going to cry. You're going to be like sad moment. And, but you know what? It's okay. Just don't give up. Just be patient. Just be thankful, grateful. And I will give you another chance, another plan. It will be better than the previous one. And that's why, you know, like it happened to me and here I am. 
So, okay, so then tell us what, so you're saying that was, it ended up being like one of the best things that could happen to you, right? So where, where what happened from that? So you, all the money you Work saved again. up, it's gone. And then what was your game plan? Start again. Mm. <laughs> Start again, five years, save money. And I, I saved like 45,000. I was working so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I was like, after that, that, after that, that happened to me, that was my favorite place to go to McDonald's, get like, you know, like, you know, like dollar burger. And there was like, Castle, castle, the castle, something, castle, something, you know, like a dollar burger and queen, sunny side. White castle. White castle, white castle, white castle. Yeah. <laughs> the best burger. I used to buy like five for five dollars every day. <laughs> Just want to save money, brother, at that time. I, I, I save money, 45, and I find a place on a Craigslist pizza shop and lower the for a sale. I called the owner, I went over there, I met him, I talked to him. You know, so the manager, you know, like he kicked me out, you know, whatever. Oh, by the way, I have to say that, you know, the manager, the one, you know, like the first job, you know, like I was working, you know, he gave me help, he said, don't cry. When he saw me, I was crying. That guy, he's working for me right now. He's my manager. Amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's working for me right now. My boss, the guy, he gave me a job. He helped me, he gave me the place. He owe me money right now. <laughs> Amazing. It's okay. It's okay. The guy, you know, the guy, you know, like, you know, like I came over here, like in 2000. One, he was, I was going to go place to sleep his house. You know that he didn't answer the phone. That guy, he worked for me in 2012. He worked for me for almost like six months. Well, seven months maybe. He worked for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, I, I put an ad on Craig. I, I put an ad like Turkish newspaper that I'm looking at the pizza shop because the 2012, that was the third place that I opened. It was a Soho location. The one in I met you, brother, that place. So that was my third location and I need pizza guys. So I put an ad on Turkish newspaper. He applied, he came over there, he didn't know that was me. But I mean, I look at different, man. You know, like, you know, I was like. City Relief is a nonprofit dedicated to connecting people who are experiencing homelessness and poverty to food, clothing, and vital resources they need to survive. We show up week after week on New York City and New Jersey streets, regardless of the weather, providing meals and community to those who feel forgotten. We can only do this because of the generosity of everyday people like you, who want to see a world where our homeless neighbors are cared for. To find out how you can give or volunteer and make a real impact on homelessness, click the link in the description of this episode. So, yeah, I really hear different perspectives that you have on relationships and friendships and how even saying that your friend who took all of that money, that you're just hoping he's using it for good, which is a really unique perspective. Um, and and I know I, I read that um, even when you opened your first shop, that you um, had to give up your apartment in order to make that first shop. So you were sleeping on the floor of the shop. Um, and, you know, I think it's surprising to people to think that there can be people who are um, homeless, but working, unhoused, but working. Um, like you were saying, you had that first job as a dishwasher, but you were sleeping in the park. Um, you had some time in a shelter, but you weren't working then. So, but what, that's a misconception people have, but what misconceptions that or others do you think people have, um, that you can help people understand? Well, I mean, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to say when I open my pizza shop, I'm not going to forget that one. But I think the biggest misconception about homelessness, you know, like when we pass by then and me included, okay. And, you know, like we all think that, you know, like homeless people just, you know, like they drug, they, they're drug addict, they're alcoholic, they're not education and they're like, they like they teeth, you know, they're stealing money or they, 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 
just hurting people, okay? I've been here for 22 years. I saw only one bad news about one homeless guy, and that time he was so depressed, okay, that he was, he was bad, okay? He was, he, he was bad person. Only one. And yeah. I meet, I meet like, you know, like over maybe 1,000 homeless person. And believe me, you know, like when I meet them, and I, I love to talk to them. I just love to listen to their story. When, like I said, I mean, those 1,000 homeless person, when I meet them and I talk to them, there's 1,000 different stories are there. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Maybe just me because I work so hard. I didn't give up. Like I said, I'm a fighter. I don't like to give up. I, I hate to give up. One of my stories, I didn't do good. I closed like five times, changed the concept. Changed the concept. I put a chicken. I put taco. I put like, you know, like uh, Spanish food. I put sushi place. I don't know nothing about sushi. I just switch it, switch it. Like I said, I don't like to give up until I make that place. It's not really good. That was the biggest misconception about them, you know, like when you see them, you know, like you don't just, you know, you think they're not part of our society. But, you know, like we forget they used to be our neighbor. You know, like they are our neighbor. You know, like we've been like, you know, like I live like in a five-story building. And, you know, like, the, you know, like uh, one of my neighbors could be homeless tomorrow. One of, you know, like actually the guy who was selling building, his name John. Uh, he's, he was a Puerto Rican guy. And he owned the building, 174 Rivington Street. That guy, he's a homeless right now. He's in, in the breaking ground. Yeah, he's in breaking ground. And, you know, like, I tried to help him, you know, like, you know, like, we tried to help him, but, uh, you know, he have like, a very, a uh, little bit mental issue right now. But, you know, like, he's, he's coming work right now. He's coming once and two days. He worked in 51 Columbia Shima Pizza Shop. He's going to just over there, you know, like, help my guys. So you never know who, when, how you, you know, like lose everything in their, their life, you know? Well, yeah, all I can I... say, you know, like just, just don't give up in life. We cannot give up on anything. Just don't mm-hmm. give up. Just believe, 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 you know, like if you believe yourself, even no one believe you, you still can make it happen. You know, like all you need, just believe because you know, like everything is possible when you believe everything, anything. And look at me, and I guess I, I didn't go to school. I'm an education person. Like you know, I, I, can, I still cannot write my checks. You know that? My manager, the guy, you know, he gave me water. He, you know, he just told me I wasn't fine. He gave me water, and he ran my checks. He, every time I said, "How you spell this word?" He said, "How you spell this way? How you spell this word?" No, and I'm not making fun of myself, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself because you know, like I made it. And the reason I made it because I didn't give up. If I give up, you know, like you know, like I couldn't give up so many times. Believe me. I was, I was thinking so many times to give up, but the give up, it was not option. Should not be the option. You know that some people, even they, 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 they broke up with their girlfriend or their boyfriend and they think that's, that's it is the end. No, 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 no. Don't, you know, don't, don't not because it's, it's not right. You know, like we should not think that, you know, like we are here today for a reason. Believe me, you know, you know, like we're going to be here today. We're not going to be here tomorrow. We never know. We can't make it until tomorrow. We don't know. But yesterday, we cannot bring it back. Yesterday is gone. So we should always, you know, just, you know, like, be hopeful, be thankful, be grateful, whatever we have, who we are. And if anything that you could inspire all this, there's nothing better than that. There's nothing power than that. That's the most power. If you be kind to others, believe me, so many people, everybody will be kind to you, you know? And, and if you do, Take a video, 
take a picture and tell people, look what I do. Like with this, I, because you don't do bad things. You do really good things. And whatever you do, good or bad, it will come back to us. Believe me. Anything. Anything. Whatever you wish for other, God that wish give it to you. I know like if you wish one, God give you two. So always wish for others the best. So God give you like double the best. And I mean, whatever I ask for God, whatever I ask, God give me triple. Seriously, I, I, he give me everything I have, everything I have. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. And like I said, here I am. Just don't give up on so anything. Hockey, along those lines, as you've had, so reading a little bit about your story and the different opportunities that, that, that presented themselves to you and different people who are willing to kind of step in and help out. Did you have an understanding when those things were happening? Like you said, your dream was to really open a pizza shop. Were you looking at these things like, okay, this is, this is something that's kind of getting me to that goal? Did you have the understanding of this is another step that's going to get me to that place? Or was it just like, I'm just trying to make the best out of what's in front of me right now. We'll see what happens. Or was it always an understanding that this was a part of your journey to get you to your dream? You know, like I said, tom- we don't know about nothing about tomorrow. But, you know, like, I always in life, I always, you know, like maybe like page 17, 18, I always have a plan in my life. Always. I love the plan. I, I love, you know, like write anything just right, okay? And, you know, like sometimes I write things in paper. My wife, she doesn't understand. She says, oh my gosh, what is this? So I, I was just write like English word, Spanish word, Turkish word. Could I mix everything? But I make a story, okay? Like, you know, like, you know, like what I need to do tomorrow. I always have a plan. Like in any business, you have to have a plan. With that plan, but you have to have a dream. Okay, and if you have a plan, you have a dream, and you don't give up. No matter what you do, you're gonna achieve that goal. No matter what, okay. And always my dream: one open pizza shop, age seventeen, in Canada. And you know things like I said didn't go right until like two thousand nine, end of two thousand nine. What they said two three days before two thousand ten, that was my first pizza shop I opened. But that was not easy, man. That pizza shop that I opened was not easy. I thought I know everything about business. I don't know nothing about running business. So, you know, like I met the guy, he wanted 85,000. I buy the stuff from him. I say I have 45,000. I don't have a green card. And uh, I don't have a paper that time. I just have like my worker's permit. Works permit, okay? So it's good to work's permit. So I say, I say, you know, like, uh, give me the sword. That's my dream sword. I love this place. It's a good location on, on, on Essex. So he said, yes. So we, we make agree. Let's just go fast. We make agreement. Okay. So every month I'm going to give 5,000 to him. And, uh, I, I bought the place for him. I give 45,000. I owe him 40,000 to him. Okay. So he said, no, keep the 5,000. Keep the 5,000 because you're going to make menu. You're going to make science, stuff like that. So I own him 45,000. I have to give him like nine months, every month, 5,000, the payment. Okay. So I pay him the first month. Because there was pizza shop already. So I was busy. I was doing mega good. Okay. The second month, I was not making money. So I couldn't be able to pay his pay rent and pay 5000 to him. Okay. And I have like no employee that time. I have like four employees. And, you know, like I couldn't pay him the second month. I couldn't pay him third month. I let my the other two guys go. Just me. One guy will work over there. And I couldn't pay, you know, like, you know, like the fourth month. And, and later I know, like, I was just, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I have to close my store. So my apartment, I paid like $1,200. I used to live in Sunnyside. I give up that my apartment too. I was sleeping and under my oven, turn on the oven. No, really, really. I swear I was turning the oven, but just keep it warm, okay? 
That's because they're looking at me there last year. I was open the oven. I was sleeping under my oven, on the oven. They just keep on working. God forbidden. If that, you know, like gas, gas, something happens. There's a fire, there's a flame. Something happened. I would be pieces. I would be like, you no, know, like, I know I would be like pepperoni. <laughs> just like, I would burn out, you know? And no one would know, oh my God. People's going to think, oh my God, this guy is crazy because he lost everything. He burned himself. He killed himself. But they don't know. I need to sleep over there to, you know, to be, you know, like, because all I'm going to sleep it outside. Because I give up my apartment. So there's only I'll sleep outside or sleep in my store. I have two options. So anyway, so the landlord came to me. He said, listen, if you don't pay the rent, you know, I'm not going to say what he's bad word. That's okay. He's a very nice guy. So I couldn't pay my rent. And, you know, he, he tried to take me to court, okay? I know that, that his lawyer sent me the letter, you know, like I have to go to court, okay? But I have a problem with the landlord, but I have the other problem with, you know, the previous, the owner, because I owe him money. 40000 I have to give money. I just pay him only one month. I own 40000 I have to give him like 5000 but three months, I don't pay him already. So he's angry. He said, listen, if one month you don't pay the rent, I'll put you in this oven, okay? So what? He said, you mother, listen, if you don't pay this, I'll put you in the oven, okay? So oh my gosh, really? <laughs> so you know what happened, you know, like, um, but he saw me, you know, like how I was struggling, okay? And as you know, like, he, he showed us, I said, I have blanket, I have, like, pillow. He said, what is this? Are you sleeping here? I said, yes. What? How? How do you take a shower? I said, no, I go to gym. My, 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 my dishwasher guy, he have a gym membership. I don't have it. So I was going to gym, just like a shower, like, you know, twice uh, a week. I was shaving at the gym, okay? I hope the gym, they're not going to sue me <laughs> when I was doing that. <laughs> so, so what happened, you know, the Pizza Championship, Champion Magazine. So there was a competition. 2005, I would compete. There was 93 people. I got 87th place. I lost. I was very bad. 2010, and I went over there at PISA Championship. I won the first place. I become the world PISA champion. When I be PISA champion, they put me like, you know, like the whole cover, PMK magazine, some of like, they put me whole top of copper magazine, okay? And they sent me the copy. They sent me like almost like 100 copy. This copy, I put it on top of the table and the kids, they loved the, the magazine because it was a whole page. And, you know, like, and the kids, one day, you know, like, one girl, she came to me, she said, no, would you please, you know, like, autograph, give me autograph. So what? Autograph? What is that? I know, like, my, 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 my kitchen guy said, hi, boss, he's asking you to write autograph. Sign. I said, really? I'm not famous. I'm just busy. I, do. I cannot pay my rent. <laughs> and, you know, like, I, I give a sign. There's another kid, he came. And, you know, like, he said, you know, like, you know, like, that time, you know, like, I don't know if you guys remember, 2010, you know, like, March, April, it was like selfie was very famous. It probably it become famous. So there were like kids coming and take a selfie with me, okay? And those magazine kids, they love it, finish. So those kids, they bring their parents to me to buy a slice, okay? And they had maybe like 10, I was say maybe 15 kids. So I called the PMK magazine and I told the story. I'm about to close my store. Can you guys send me a lot of magazines so I can be able to get kids so they, they can bring their parents? PMQ Magazine, the founder, his name is Steve Green. I always say thank you, God, thanks to him. He sent me, I don't know, like four or five boxes, like four or five hundred magazines. He sent to me, and those magazines, I give every kid from school. I say the menu, I was giving magazines to kids. From that on, I was say like maybe like one month, well, the first month, so that month I did good. I paid the guys and I owe him money, the previous, the pizza shop owner. But I still didn't have money to pay my rent, okay? So I told the landlord, 
Right now, I'm busy. I'm doing good. Give me one more month. I promise I pay you, okay? You know, like this, this, the, the second month, I was so busy. So the Keanu Reeves, they make the show. They make the, the movie, like documentary on, on the street. And they, they film in my store too. So people know, like, neighbors, the kids now, they, they, you know, they, they, they come to me, okay? I was so blessed. I become so busy. I open, you know, like, I pay everything off. So the last 5000 I'm going to give, I pay my rent. I bring those guys. They work for me. The previous the guys, I fight them. I bring it back. Two of them right now, they open the pizza shop. I, you know, like, I, I help them. I give one of the free oven. Just want to help them, okay? Because, so, you know, some of them help me. I need to help those guys. So I pay everybody. And the 5000 the left, I'm going to pay the previous guy. He said, no, keep it. That's for you, 5000 I said, what do you say? Because I see how hard, what, how, what have you been going through in this place? One thing I need from you, when my kids come over, his name, JJ. When he came over here and his daughter, she's doctor right now. When they come to you, just tell them how you make this thought to happen. They're like, you know, they, they come back, okay? And you know what? You know, they, his kid actually know, like, one, she's doctor right now. And the JJ, he's amazing. He's doing really good, yeah. So, and it just opened and opened, man. I opened 16 store and nine years. Until 2020. And 2020, you know, after COVID, you know, like, I mean, see what happened. So I closed, like, so many locations. What's okay? I open again now. And I open Texas right now. I open Long Island. I'm open this Saturday. I'm open a Flushing. You know, like, I'm open on Rigo Park. I'm doing, I'm doing so good, man. I'm just so blessed. I always say, you know, like, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that he's given to me. That's an amazing story. Um, I just love listening to that. And it, it, I'm thinking about you talking to so many people who are experiencing homelessness and how they all have a different story, right? Um, and we wanted to ask everyone who comes on the podcast, um, the name of our podcast is Nobody Chooses Homelessness. Um, what is that? What is that? How does that resonate with you? The fact that this is that phrase, nobody chooses homelessness. I mean, you know, that question, I know you're asking me, but that question we should ask every human being, okay? So, you know, like no one, no one, believe me, is that an option? No one. If I ask you, would you become homeless with you? Impossible. Even whatever the money you, you ask, I give it to you, you still, it's hard. It's so hard to become, you know, like the people to, 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 to be a homeless person, okay? It's because, you know, like, when you talk to them, I mean, like, you know, like the gentleman top, you know, like I know him, you know, like he's going, you know, like always, you know, like outrage, talk to them too. I'm sure, you know, like he's witnessed so many stories, okay? And I thought, I see the doctors, they're doctors. I see movie producer, Eddie, he was movie producer. He was making like 120K a year net. He's a homeless. Deal really this person, you know, like, you know, like, so see that guy, you know, like he lost his daughter. And, you know, like the daughter, you know, like, you know, he got caught accident. And, you know, like that, that, that traumatic, the, the issue, it give him, you know, like, it give him, like, you know, become alcoholic, drink, 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 and become alcoholic. You know what I mean? So see, it's not an option. It's not a choice. The homeless people become homeless. Believe me, no one, no one, no one wanted, you know? And I think, like, we, because, you no, know, like, when we see them and when we talk to them, we should think that we are, we are one of them. If we think we are one of them, there will be no one on the street. No one. No one. You know, we are living the biggest and the strongest country in the world, okay? And overseas, when they say America, you know what's America? It's hope. 
because there's only one dream, American dream. You cannot say a Turkish dream, Canadian dream. Can you say that? No. A German dream, French dream. No. But, you know, only one dream, American dream, okay? And that dream, I think, you know, like every, like 345 million people, like here country, everyone deserves that dream. And, you know, like what, like 1.6 or 1.7 million homeless people right now? I think we could help them. We could finish that. You know, like, not just we, the government should help us as well. You know what I mean? We all could be together. See how Johan and Josiah, you know, like they go to street and gentlemen, they go to street and they feed them every day. They, 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 they fill up obligations. They, they, you know, like, you know, Josiah always come, hey, you have a guy, he's looking for a job. Would you please give him a job? Don't tell me, please, Josiah. If you guys, if you, if you talk him, please, don't, don't, don't tell me, please. I get it as, as my responsibility to do, actually, you know? Because someone helped me give me the job. And I was one of them. I was homeless as well. So it's my time. It's my turn to help them. And if I could do anything more than that, I would be so blessed. But like my suggestion, just don't give up, man. Please don't give up. You know, life is so beautiful. Life is so beautiful. You know, like we all go through so much. We all know. We all we all have like story. We all struggle a lot, okay? And... It's, it's good that we fail. We should fail, actually. If you don't fail, we don't know. We cannot enjoy what we have. We cannot, you know, to be, to, 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 you know, to, to know that what's a success. We have to be on success to be success. We have to lose to win. You know that? I know, like, a lot of them right now, they should be, they think they lose. They said there's no way to come up. There's no way they can be on their feet again. There's no way they can find girlfriend or boyfriend or the job or, like, own the house again. There's no way to have on the card again. No, 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 no. It is a way. It's possible. All they need just three things. Three things, okay? If they really have like issue, like, you know, like drinking or like drug, you know, like those issues, like I said, you know, like they've been going through a lot, okay? They haven't shown. Yeah, you know, like it's, 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 it's just three, four things, okay? Not too many things that we need to do, okay, for them, okay? First thing, okay? Just first thing, okay? They don't have to be clear to go look for a job. They don't. Because someone accepted me, you know, like I was just living shelter for over three months and someone accepted me. It's okay. Just go look for a job, any place. Just ask them. You know, just, just go. Okay. You don't have phone. I understand you don't have phone. Just go ask them. Okay. I'm looking for a job, any job, anything possible. Okay. Just make a little money, a little money. With that little money, it will be a lot. Okay. The, the first job you did, you don't have to find a hotel to sleep it. You know, so first week you could get like, you know, like six, seven, eight hundred dollars, thousand dollars. My guys right now, you know, like no one make anyone less than like a thousand, okay? So, you know, like the first thing, job, 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 okay? When they get the job with their money, they could have, they could have everything that we ask, okay? They could get a housing, they could get a car, they could have, they could have any, they could only own business one day. They could, because I got, I got a couple of guys, you know, they were homeless, right now they work for me. And they, actually, you know what? Actually, they work harder than, they, they work so harder. They work harder than maybe, I'm not going to say my other guys, but they work so hard. They really work so hard because you know what? They're very innocent. And you know, like they, they know what's struggling, okay? They know how, you know, like when you don't have nothing, what's mean, okay? And when they have everything, they know what's mean. And that's why they work so hard. Actually, one of guy, you know, like he loved me like his father. I like, I mean, he say you're my father. I said, no, 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 no. It's only one father. He made you. I'm your mentor. I want to be like, I want to be your hero. I want to be your brother. Yeah, he, he, he's, they, 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 they respect me a lot, but I respect them a lot too. I love them so much. 
you know, because I'm so happy when they, you know, like lift up and they come, you know, they work now, they make money. Yeah, yeah it reminds me of something you said in your TED Talk, and I just wanted to finish with this. You said, I want to remind you all that people who are experiencing homelessness are human. And that comes through really clearly. I think that's a great, that's a great message for our listeners. And we are really grateful that you joined us today. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Come have thank some you. of your pizza. Anytime, anytime, great. anytime. Whatever you guys wanted. Sorry, you know, like whatever you guys want, I'm here. Thank you. Thank you so all much, right? Taki. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. God bless you all, okay? I say hello, I get to Josai. Bye, guys. Hey, you. Yes, you, listener. Have you ever been walking down the street and someone who appeared unhoused approached you and asked for money? Do you ever walk to the train in the morning and see someone holding a sign asking for help? What do you do? Well, don't worry. We are here to help. Click the link in the description of this episode for a quick, easy to use guide packed with helpful tips for how to engage with your neighbors experiencing homelessness.